Hello and welcome to the Overly Animated Podcast, where we take animation seriously. We provide fan-oriented and analytic discussions on a variety of animated shows, movies, and anime, currently featuring Steven Universe, Gravity Falls, Star Wars Rebels, Moonbeam City, Ruby, and Adventure Time. I'm Dylan Heisen, and today I'm joined by Delaney Stovall. Yo. And Britt Falcon. Hello, dears. Today, Delaney, Britt, and I will be discussing the first aired episode in the United States of Miraculous Ladybug slash... Miraculous Tales of Ladybug and Cat Noir slash Miraculous. There's like a lot of names for this. Uh, it just premiered in the United States on Nickelodeon today at noon. Um, and it is a, uh, French Korean show that started airing in September, originally in Korea, now then in France and France and now in the United States. Um, we will be covering the dubbed version of the show only dubbed into English. Uh, so this is the first episode that we have all seen of, of Ladybug. We, but we just saw The Bubbler, which in original, which the original title was Bring Back the Adults, which is actually the second episode of the show, uh, which is why we <laughs> oh, quite what's going on. Yeah. No, so. I knew that's, I knew I was like, Nick has to be airing these out of order and knew it. I mean, I it was, was just really confused. It was, it was I was like, did I miss something? Um, yeah, so she has superpowers. Okay, they didn't explain anything. In the, yeah, so this was this. Why is Nick airing the second episode Nick first? Because they're Nick. Um, is so okay. So let's make some some things clear. We have not seen any episodes except the the bubbler slash bring back the adults, and we will be covering the show as if the dub is the only thing that existed. Although that is impossible, obviously, because this is the second episode. Um, why are we doing this? I guess because people who want to just watch this casually. Sundays on Nick and then listen to our podcast, have the option to do that. Um, please do not spoil us, uh, the co-hosts or myself, if you are going to discuss the show with us. Um, although you are welcome to, you know, obviously listen to these if you, if you are caught up on the Korean airings, you know. Um, I'm not saying that this dub is the optimal way to watch the show. I think that's probably not true, but we're, this is what we're going to do. Here. This is, this is somewhat of a review as well, I think, of the show and how Nick does things. Kind yeah, of. it's, it's going to be hard to really like, review this episode of the show because it wasn't like intended to be seen first, but, uh, we will, we will try, I guess. So, um, okay. Also, what are we going to call the show? I think I'm going to try to call it Miraculous Ladybug, even though that's not what Nick wants to call it. They want to call it Miraculous. Um, whatever, you know what we're talking Tales about. Tales of Miraculous Ladybug. For a second, I didn't think I had the channel because I had to, like, search. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah. the show, and I was like, it wasn't coming up as Miraculous, and I was really confused. The original, the original title is Miraculous Ladybug. I'll probably call it that most of the time. Also known as Ladybug or Miraculous. Interesting. <laughs> okay, so let's get into... Uh... Okay, so first of all, as we discuss this, you need to understand that our our viewing experience was uh, hampered by Nick airing the second episode first. But so we could kind of get into basic plot details and go over that. I read yeah. Nick's um Nick has like a miraculous series page, and I read the description there, and I've read the basic Wikipedia description, so I like have some handle of the series mythology. But uh, I have yeah. like vague notion based on like Tumblr screenshots. Yeah, Same. I've I've had that. Got I actually it. did Tumblr save your miraculous ladybug for that purpose. Once I realized we were going to be watching this show. Yeah, and I I don't know. I, I guess there could be spoilers. Like if we could try to go too deep, I don't know how many spoilers the show has, but it's kind of so. Why are we covering the show? Yeah, that's another thing to discuss. Um, this was like one of the most hyped animated series in like years. 
Um, there was an original trailer when this, there, this, this series has gone through a lot of like iterations of production. Originally it was going to be like a more, um, anime y and adult oriented series. And then there was one trailer of that and like kind of blew up huge on, um, in the animation world. Uh, and they re, they refocused the show, changed the animation style, made it more children oriented. Uh, but it's still kind of a big deal as it's airing now, I guess. Um, so I think we should at least try to, try to cover it. <laughs> But, uh, uh, I don't know. Well, we'll see. I don't know. I, I, I like enjoyed this episode, I guess. Delaney, what yeah. was your, what was your initial reaction other than confusion to, uh, to the series? Well, I quickly was like, okay, I, like, I was like, okay, obviously, Nick, this is not the first episode because I was just like, okay, I'm going to file that away for later. And I was just, I'm just going to watch it. And I, cause this course, I had to decide this in like, you know, the first like five minutes of watching the episode. I'm like, either I'm going to be confused or I'm going to try and like it. So I really enjoyed the episode. I think, the the animation is interesting and I really like it. Like it's it's a familiar style, but also like they're doing fun things with it. And then I think we have some interesting mythology we're gonna get into. And I love their friends. Like this is gonna be great. I'm actually really excited to keep watching the show just based off like character interactions because like we have some genuine friends like to the main characters, which I mean, that's, yeah, we have some shows where it's like that, but I don't know. I just, I don't, I've never really liked side characters so, like, immediately before, before lacking the main characters, excluding Korra. Because that happened to Korra. Uh, I really liked it. And I think it's, I've also never really watched a show set in France. So, like, it's really cool. We're running around Paris the whole time. Like, that's neat. I like it. Yeah, I am glad Nick didn't try to make this not. I mean, it would have been impossible to make it not set in Paris, but a lot of times dubs try to, like, pretend shows are in the U.S., uh, so they did say Paris, so that's good. Um, bro- LOL, we're swinging around that. <laughs> yeah, and it's... Uh, there are no tourists. No one spots them. Uh, Britt, what was your reaction to this show? It was cute. <laughs> and I actually really, really like the animation. And she has a really cute purse. And I like a girl who rocks pink pants. So... Yeah. It was actually, like, it was very cute. So, so like, that's yeah, kind of all I got out of it. Yeah, it's 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 there's not. I think, yeah. it's, I think it's we're just like really early in the show. So. Mm. Yeah, I think the animation stands out for sure. Um, something that stands out is kind of how uh, like Saturday morning cartoonish, like childish yeah, the show seems. I don't know if it's that way in the in the original version, the French Korean, or if it's just something that Nick did for the dub. I was, I think it was just like my expectations for it were so much different from just Yeah, no, I think the dub might, the dub might influence it and make it seem, uh, a little more uh, child oriented, but it is definitely like this type of show. Um, at one point, I, like I said, it was like a more serious looking show in development. So that's kind of maybe what a lot of people were expecting with it, but this is, you know, how it turned out, I guess. So, um, so okay, let's get let's get into this uh the characters, the show's mythology. Um there's a lot of uh so okay, so here's the main thing. You have Marionette, um, who is can turn into Ladybug, who like she doesn't even do that until halfway through the episode. Um and then you have Adrian. Her transformation, that was cute. Yeah. That was well done. Yeah, and uh so we saw her transformation and uh Cat Noir's transformation, Adrian. So the main character dynamics focused on on this episode, and I don't know if it's like this throughout the entire series. I think this was kind of just the like the crush episode is the marionette um, likes Adrian a lot and um, he doesn't necessarily know. 
But also what's going on is that, um, they, that Ladybug and Cat Noir, they know, um, the, like they're aware of who they are when they're Ladybug and Cat Noir, but they're not aware of each other's identities. Like, I don't think that was clear from this episode. Um, yeah, that was not clear. So like what's, what's to me, what's like the most interesting dynamic here is that them as, uh, and we got some of this, this episode, them as, uh, their superhero versions are kind of like really flirty and, um, like, uh, like Ladybug and Cat Noir, like, um, you saw that when they're inside the bubble and it's, they're like really, uh, confident and stuff. Uh, but they don't know who each, the, who they are. Uh, but then in real life, Marionette's super shy around Adrian. So I think that's a really interesting dynamic that's going on. Yeah, yeah I think it's a, and I mean, I actually think this, I mean, obviously I'm not okay with Nick airing the second episode first, but I think this was an interesting way to go in that you see, um, like, we don't have to go through the awkward superhero phase where, like, they're going to be teammates. But now they're just like, okay, we see them. They're cool. Like, everyone sees them together. So, obviously, I think, obviously, Ladybug's, like, more popular because everyone was like, Ladybug! So, I think that's, I, I think that's the, I think that's the really neat thing is that, I mean, granted, we haven't seen the first episode. I don't know what happens, but maybe that's, like, where they team up. But I, I kind of like it that, for at least for the first viewing, like, we're not going through the awkward, like, oh, we're teammates now. This is cool. That makes sense. I granted, I think the show starts somewhere like in the middle of like them being a thing. I don't think the first episode is like a super big origin story. Yeah. 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 So I don't really know what, but I don't know. I like it. I like that they're like, granted, of course, we're still going through the, oh my God, your mask hides your cheekbones. Amazing. But I think it's really like, oh, they're, they're hair they're dynamic. Is good. <laughs> That's like my big issue. That's like the only issue I really honestly had with the show. Was they don't change their hair. If your friend walked up to you and they're in a cat costume, you don't know who they are. Like, at least, like, I like the Bubbler's costume and, like, the evil villain dad costume. Those were fine. Those hid the identities. She's wearing a mask. It's very obvious <laughs> that they're these thoughts. purple, right? Like, why do they not the recognize each other? Bother me immensely. Marionette, your, like, super-duper crush is, like, right next to you in just, like, a cat costume <laughs> and you don't recognize them? Like, come on. It's ridiculous. Um... Like, it's- it's yes. Green Lantern, like again, and it's yeah. like really I mean, necessary. There's always some suspension of disbelief with, uh, yeah, suspension of belief with the with uh, superheroes and their identities. Um, sure. What do we think? Uh, let's talk about the character uh, Marionette. Um, what, so I think that this is maybe not the best representation of her because all we see is her crushing on uh, Adrian the entire time. Um, She's cute with her mom. That's yeah, she's she an interesting dynamic with her mom. I, I, the character is. Um, Seems like the character is half, uh, Korean, half French, which is pretty cool. Like as, mm-hmm. as the show is. Um, and, uh, I don't know. What else do we see here in her interactions with her friend? Um, like Biffle's cute. Like, which it. was, what was even her friend's name? Alia? Is that her friend? Yeah, Alia. Yeah, there you go. Um, Alia's also super cool. Yeah. And then, you know, uh, being Adrian's best friend. So, of course, we have the dynamic of, two light-skinned characters with two dark-skinned friends, right? <laughs> like, uh, typical... Even in France, we have these uh, ra- these dumb race things going on, but, yes. you know. Um, at least the the, the token uh, minority friends seem like actual people, you know? That so that's true. fine. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, what I don't know. What, what impressions did you get from Marionette from this episode? Well, I like at the end, like, they kind of, like, they kind of, they were kind of like okay we had like this flirty like you know oh my god crush episode but then at the end she's like you know i don't i'm not it doesn't matter like she doesn't want to ruin like 
the new thing with her dad, with his dad. So yeah. I think that's, I thought that was cool. And like, I like that we're go- like, I don't know, Marionette just seems really sweet. And like her inter, like she, like she's the, you know, she seems like the perfect superhero. Like she's the kind of person like you'd want to be a superhero. Like she seems really sweet and like she cares about people. And that's what you need in a superhero. What do you think of yep. this, this dynamic with her, like uh, being more confident as a, uh, as her superhero version? Because like the well, one of the big things we other that we also got from this episode was her super social awkwardness, um, which is just her like stumbling over words and um, just like saying things backwards and stuff like that. Well, I think it's hard to talk about now simply because this is the crush episode. Like, yeah. does that make sense? Yeah, so it's like not obvious if this is how she is just with Adrian yeah. or how she is in general. Is that what you mean? Yeah, because yeah. like I don't think we can know. Yeah. Like, this is one of those. This is one of those episodes where it's really hard to get a feel for a character though i think we got a fair feel for the characters and get this case just this is a difficult episode to evaluate things like that simply because it was the crush episode yeah i think that she's just supposed to be awkward in general yeah, yeah i think she's supposed to be yeah. awkward in general uh, i don't i don't think she's i don't think she's gonna be like this i don't think she's as awkward though like i, I think she's gonna, gonna be, be moderately awkward i hope yeah, she's awkward i don't, awkward's I don't think she's gonna be like intensely awkward but She's yeah. gonna be intensely awkward. Because based I mean, obviously this wasn't the episode, but like Nick kept showing like clips from other episodes and like she tries to be sassy and the words come out wrong. So I think like I don't know. I don't think she's like as intensely awkward as like this episode made her seem. Yeah, I I think that's probably probably true. Um so hopefully more on her character uh in, in the future. Uh what do we think of Adrian? So he's the you know the rich, rich boy with uh, an affectionate, unaffectionate father. You do you mean like his uh, voice actor, or like his, his voice actor, but also his character design model? Rich boy whose dad doesn't really like. It. Oh wait, this one is his dad like him. His grandma doesn't like. Him. Okay, we don't even we don't need another show. But yeah, we'll get into the we'll get into the dub uh, in a in a few minutes. But yeah, it's a, he's almost a stereotype. Not even like a stereotype, just like a character. He's very tropey. This is a very tropey character, yeah. He's Super a very tropey, tropey character. Yeah. The villain girl, the antagonist girl that Marionette doesn't like is very tropey. Yeah. I think Adrian sticks out to me as like the most stereotypical character, right? Um, just like the, uh, the rich guy who doesn't have affection from his father, you know. Well, at least he's not a jerk. Yay. Yeah, that's I think that's, that's a little true. bit of a subversion. He's like super nice, right? So Yeah, he's not I, like, I like that. Word. I like that he's super nice. Yeah. Um we don't see that much of him other than the strained relationship with his father. I think that's kind of all we get from yeah. this episode. We don't really know his feelings towards Marionette. Like we don't know if he even knows like it doesn't it seems like he knows she exists, but we don't know anything beyond that. Um he's pretty oblivious. Yeah, he just seems kind of the Typical oblivious guy. Um, so other characters. This episode was big on uh, on uh, Adrian's friend Nino, who becomes the villain of the episode. Interesting, if- I think, way to go. Like, I think it's an interesting thing to take, like, a character's best friend who's superhero, but then, like, they don't... It's Clearly, it's just part of, like, the villain plot, and they're not even surprised. They're just like, we gotta rescue our friend. Like, it's really neat. Yeah, so I think that, I think it, let's talk about the mythology of the show. I think this is how each episode's gonna go. So, um, 
We have uh, oh, the villain who we didn't get an introduction to, who Hawk just ran there, Hawk Moth. Um, and he sends an Akuma to evilize, is an actual term they use in the show, uh, the, whoever he sends the Akuma to, which is in the form of a butterfly that he like poisons or something. So, uh, the Akumas are, I don't, I don't know what's, what's going on with Akumas, stuff like that. So it's, it's, it seems like the Hawk Moth is just in hiding and he's gonna turn someone evil different every time, right? Every episode. Just uh, to try and get their um, their little creatures that they have, but that they have a word for that I can't remember. When Hawk Moth uses his mind controlling hawk moth like creatures called Akuma to turn people into baddies. So I have the Nick the Nick page description up here. Let's okay, let's talk about the basic mythology. So Becoming a ladybug is a complicated process. First, Marionette needs a Kwame, which is a tiny magical assistant. Hers is named Tiki. She also needs a Miraculous, which is a magical a magical accessory. Hers is a pair of earrings. Tiki uses the Miraculous to transform Marionette. But her first ladybug, but her ladybug superpowers only work for a limited time. So it's a two-step process here. We have the uh, <laughs> the little cute uh, uh, assistant guy, and then um, who are the uh, Kwamis, and then we have the miraculous, which is super awkward having an item called a miraculous. Uh, but yes. those are her earrings, and I don't even know what cat what uh, cat noirs were. But it's a ring. Is his ring okay? Cool, and uh, that lets them do cool stuff. So, what do we? What do you think of this? Uh, the superhero mythology going on. Well, aside from the awkward name Miraculous, I think it's a really neat. Like I, because when I first saw it, was there a Kami? Can you say that again? Kwami. Kwami. K W A M I. Yeah. So Kami or Kwami? Kwami. Kwami. So that's really cool. Like I think that's really neat, and I was like, oh, they have little like they have like a little dude. That's awesome, and they're they adorable. Have a Pokemon. <laughs> like it's so great. <laughs> and they like talk. It's awesome. Like I think it's great. I mean, I think it's. I actually like this mechanism. I hope to see. Like I want to know more about it. I want to know if there's other people with them. Like, are we gonna have like yeah. side heroes who show up? Like, this is cool. Yeah, it is. And where where is the origins of all the? Uh, of... Like ten year old me is like freaking out because like I would have been like obsessed with this show. Like, yeah, it's it's yeah. Right? I, I agree. Uh, it would help if we knew that if we saw the first episodes, we'd know where they came yes. from, but I'm not sure. So it's at, I, like the concept of having the little person and then it's like the, the her Tiki needed a cookie in this episode to keep going. That's interesting. It's um, adorbs. It was adorable, I guess. Yeah. Uh, and then it's just funny. Like it's just, I don't know. It's just great. So then her, her power is, uh, is uh, what do they call it? The lucky charm, lucky right? Charm. Yeah, yep. and that manifests in some anything. Uh, it seems random, and then it's kind of Sherlock Holmes in that, like, it's she gets something, and then she has to figure out how to how it's helpful. The problem is, I don't think it's her figuring out because then she looks around yeah. and she sees ladybug spots on things, and that yeah, tells think, her what yeah, to do. It's kind of like in a video game when you like press the button and it like shows you what to do next yeah like, it's like you never played the yeah. new tomb raider games it's like, like, it's like assassin's up. creed like the eagle eye like yeah 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 so it's i don't know who's telling her what to do with it and who gives her what item it would be cooler if she was like doing more i think like if she was smarter like in terms of the application of it um but this is interesting like getting maybe a different she'll get smarter maybe she'll improve yeah yeah sure getting a different well, maybe, item as far as we know maybe she does know maybe she does figure it out yeah, maybe maybe this is her her placing the and spots there. Kwame, maybe that's like, like a representation of her mind. You know that that could yeah. be another interpretation. Um, and then uh, his 
thing. He has Cataclysm. Was that his uh, power? I don't yeah, know. I don't really I don't know what it did. There's a beautiful oh. pun, by the way, whoever came Cataclysm, up with that. Cataclysm, yeah. I guess that's the but dub it, who did that. Does scene. it make his, like, hand a claw? Like, I don't understand why it popped the bubble. Yeah, I don't really. I I don't know. Um, More more info needed. Anyway, slash... Ladybug just seems cooler anyway. Just saying. Like, Ladybug. Oh, you know, oh, man, we're already talking about who's cooler. They're both cool, though. Clearly, Ladybug's the coolest. Uh, also, all the people oh, on the show agree too. They were I all mean, like, "Ladybug." Yeah, they they were. Let's. Uh, what about uh, what about their uh, catchphrases? They need. Uh, she says, "Spots on" in order to turn into Ladybug. <laughs> Great, I love it. And he says, "Claws out." Claws out, that. stupid. <laughs> claws out, stupid. Claws out is stupid. Jeez. But I don't claws think Adrian's that creative. So spots on. You know, you like spots on. Spots on, like. This, I got really excited when like they did like the sequence because I was like, oh my god, I'm watching Power Rangers. This is great. <laughs> like I love, I don't like, I love this kind of stuff. It makes me really happy. I, I don't know. I like all the yeah the mythology stuff presented. It's kind of intricate, um, but it's uh, like, and why does he wants the miraculous? Why does he want the miraculous and not the Kwame? I don't know. Um, stuff like that. Where is where is he coming? The alien dude, no. So why is he an alien dude? Son, I got the impression that he's like tiny and inside something tiny. Oh, I got the impression that he was the cat noir's dude's dad. They have like. Oh, you think he's the dad? Yeah, he has the same chin. You know, I I'm, agree with you. That's interesting. That was like my first thought. I was like, oh, it's his dad. I have no idea I who's think you're right. I think it could be his dad. Yeah, where is he talking from? We don't know. Um, the top of the house. I, he's in his office. He takes off the mask and tells Natalie, "Hey." <laughs> Yes. Oh man, nice memory of the assistant, man. That's that's a good job. Um, I know it's the only name I can remember. <laughs> other things that stand. Oh, Adrian. What do we think of Adrian? What, they list his activities at some point. Um, photo shoots, fencing, piano. Is he like a model? Chinese. That? Also, he Chinese. sounds like the typical international boarding school student. Yes. Except it's like a French public school. I don't even know. I also, thought. I, thought, I assumed they went to the American school in Paris. Anna and the French Kiss is set there. Mm. It's real cute. Well, I thought it was interesting, like, because, I mean, you know, they're airing this in America, and we're like, we go to school a certain way. And they're like, nope, they go, they're in the morning, and he leaves, and then he comes back. Oh, yeah, that's true. I don't know. I was like, this is different. I I understand, like, that's how it works in other places, but it was different. It's still like, wait a minute, you get to leave? Yeah, you get to leave. And then you go back. Like, I kept waiting the bell to ring the entire time, but they're like, no, it was like after school waiting to get picked up. Except then they were like, he went home for lunch and then came back. I was real confused. I don't. It was weird. So uh, what to a, Google like school. Google for how French schools work. Other notable. Just... Other notable things from the episode: uh, the theme song. I really liked that. That show Love had a theme it. song, and it was good. Ten-year-old me obsessed right now. Nick also has this two-minute "It's Ladybug" video on their site. I don't remember if that was the promo or the theme song or a combination of them. It's something. Um, might have been the promo that at the end. Uh, what else happens? Um, what are the, I don't know that. Okay, so the, I mean, the basic episode. We talked a lot about the show in general. The 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 bubbler was cool, cool design. Um, the stealing the the adults going away. This is a very typical kid show plot. I thought I was watching mm-hmm. Jimmy Neutron. Yeah, the Jimmy Neutron episode. I think the best example of this uh, trope was uh, Young Justice did this yes, uh, did this episode, did. and it was like one of the best episodes of the of the series in the first yeah, season. They did like a really good job. This one was yeah. kind of 
Yeah, like this trope was made for Young Justice because that's like the younger version of the superheroes. So you take away the older versions of the superheroes, and it's just like it's it's it, that's really it. It makes sense there. Here it's like okay, you know, it's it's what. Well, here it's just like trope. Yeah, it's fine. Um, right. I I thought it was interesting that it was like forcing the kids to like have fun at the party. That was a little that was a little interesting. Yeah, I like. I don't know, like they kind of took it and did it like kind of differently, so it worked well. I thought. Hmm. Um. What else? Yeah, I mean, we, the whole thing with the gift. I like at the end that it's uh, the scarf, and she needed the scarf. Like they make that clear. Um, and yeah. then, yeah, I like how they resolve it with her, mainly concerned with him and being also uh, cute scarf. A plus. A plus knitting on the scarf. Good job. I'm glad she can knit. That makes me happy. Oh, also, he is a stick. Sure. I'm looking over my notes. He is a stick that he uses too. Cat noir. Yes, um, like a baton. And they're swinging around on the Eiffel Tower, which is pretty cool. Her yo-yo, like, I'm so glad. Oh, yeah, she's a yo-yo. What's up with the yo-yo? Love it. That's how she decontaminates the butterfly. Yeah. Um, Well, that's her. That's that's for everything. Like, everything is her yo-yo. Okay, so, yeah, I kind of got that impression, too. Like, everything is the... Is the yo-yo the earring, and then it becomes the yo-yo? Is it? I think that's her miraculous. Probably. Probably. But I'm not sure. I think it's great. Like, I I just love, like... That's the kind of stuff I like to watch growing up, and I'm, like, still, like, really attached to is, like, when it's something, like... It's not anything like weird or like, you know, Power Rangers had like the weird Power Ranger stuff. But like here it's like it's like I just love it when it's like an ordinary object. And like that's why they're like superheroes. Like I think it's great. Uh, like it's a yo-yo. How awesome yeah, I, I think that was pretty cool. Uh, sorry to burst your bubble. She finally said <laughs> 20 minutes into the episode. Uh, <laughs> they finally make the pun. Yes. What do we think of the dub? Um, obviously, we haven't seen the sub. So we don't not the sub. Yeah, no, the original version. But uh, what do we think of um Christina V as uh, as Marionette. Her voice is very high pitched. Very high pitched. Perfect for like a young girl or yeah, teenager. Who's How old is Marionette? She's like fourteen. Don't know. Um, yeah, I don't know. Um, I would have said like fifteen. That was just like my gut. What I thought. How old? Like thirteen. Yeah. Um, her voice is a little adult doing a young girl voice to me, but I don't know. Uh, Bryce Pappenbrook as um, as Adrian. He's he's in a lot of animes and stuff, so he's a familiar voice. Yes, and uh, other people. Yeah, I don't know. The dub was was fine. Like it, it wasn't. It didn't really like not bother me. It was, it was not yeah, it didn't like take me out of it or anything. Like it didn't. It wouldn't seem like a big problem. Yeah, I was happy that they seemed to preserve like the Frenchness of the show, which was one of the main things. Which is great. I think yeah. it's wonderful. Yeah, it's it's a very unique uh, dynamic going on, at least for us. Uh, series created by um, by Thomas Ostrich. He uh, worked. He did. He worked on Witch and Totally Spies, French shows. Yes. 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 Like, yes. like, that's why it looks so familiar. I, I mean, see. yeah, like, like so, in style. If you've seen those shows, it's very similar. yeah. No, yeah. Quite. No, that's exa- see. That's I was. I was trying to figure out, like, what's this vibe I'm getting? What is it from? And that's what it is. Yeah, I mean, the famous uh, French animated shows, Totally Spies, Code Lyoko, and uh, Witch, and stuff okay. like that. Yeah, there's the, the, it's there's a history of animation coming from France, and um, so yeah. So watch them, yeah. I, I was. A I huge, did watch all of them. I did watch. Watch them. So good. Yeah, was a huge Code Lyoko fan. Totally Spies also very good. Next week, totally Witch was Spies. great. I don't know if you Which guys ever watched Agreed. Witch. No, I watched. So I good. did not watch Witch. So I don't know. Witch so good, so good. Oh my god, you have to watch it. 
Watch uh, this too. Yeah, next week we are Mr. Pigeon. So we are getting a new episode next week, which is, are you ready for this? The fifth episode of <laughs> Miraculous Why? Ladybug. <laughs> so that's what we're looking forward to next week. You know, I'm going to be so confused. We're going to be like, what is the plot of this show? Like, I'm, it's, it, I doubt that there's like a continuous plot week to week. Like it's probably just going to be like uh, he turns a different guy into a villain each week. But still, like we need to see the first episode. Come on. <laughs> Uh, anyways. I, just, I actually, like, had this fear, like, I'm like, they're gonna do this, and then I was like, no, Nick's not that stupid. No, why they would are. I ever... They are. Don't worry. Why? why? <laughs> don't why worry. I... They're that dumb. They're, they're very much that dumb. I don't even like that. But anyway, yeah, so I'm, yeah, I definitely want to keep going on the show. Um, it's very, it's a, it's a little, uh, if anything, it's a little, um, child-oriented, but it still seems very interesting, so I'm happy to continue. Doing, I, do, I think they're doing neat with it like i think this is like and of course we won't we haven't even seen the first episode but like i think it is yeah it's kitty but i think they're doing like is there's an intricate mythology to it that's i think surprising also oh wait also also this episode that we just saw second aired in france and korea the ninth production episode <laughs> So wow. I don't, sometimes That's, they produce episodes in, in, in uh, on purpose out of order, but yeah, if this was the ninth okay. episode in production, then okay, interesting. Um, yeah. So it was, I was also somewhat out of order when aired originally, uh, but the first episode was actually the first episode, and we haven't seen that. So yeah, uh, last last thoughts on Miraculous slash Miraculous Ladybug. I'm gonna keep watching it. I really like it so far. I think it's cute. Yeah, you too, Britt. Yes, apparently. Yes. Okay. Okay, yes. there you go. Like, so, yes. I was thinking. <laughs> <laughs> she was thinking it really hard. Dude, it's a difficult decision whether it's <laughs> it, is. it is. Um uh, let us know. yeah, let us know what you thought of the dub. If you're gonna send us feedback, make sure you specify whether you are suggesting this episode or whether you watch the uh Korean re- version regularly. Um and uh, remember, no spoilers. And uh, yeah, let us know what you thought of the show, of our coverage of the show. Um, and we'll be back probably next week on Sunday covering the not actually second episode of Miraculous Ladybug. Uh, OverlyAnimated.com is where you can find out everything about this podcast. You can support us at uh, Patreon.com slash OverlyAnimated. Uh, thanks to our current patrons, Shayna, Mitch Cordell, Beatriz, Nate, Andy, and Jamie, aka Haina, Fever, Mitch Cordell University, Beatrice Strange, Buzz Like and Mailman. Um, and uh, yeah, check out uh, our other coverage on overlayanimated.com, uh, and we will see you guys next time. Thanks for listening. Bye. Bye-bye. Bye bye. Toodles. <laughs>